0: Thanks for tuning in to the Embodied Astrology podcast. I'm Renee Sills, consulting astrologer, somatic educator and practitioner, and your host. At the beginning of each new zodiac season, I offer these audio horoscopes for your sun, rising, and moon signs. If you'd prefer to read rather than listen, you can find written transcripts in my virtual membership community. When you become a member, you'll also get access to my written seasonal overviews and an audio-video library of astrologically-themed embodiment practices and meditations. If you enjoy what you hear today and would like to support this work, please make sure to follow and subscribe and leave a great review. Your donations and memberships sustain these ongoing offerings. Follow the link in the show notes or go to embodiedastrology.com to make a one-time or recurring donation or to learn more about the different levels of Embodied Astrology membership. Hello, Leo. Welcome to Scorpio season. Scorpio is somewhat of a sibling sign for you. It is one of four signs along with Leo on what's called the fixed cross. And in many ways, Scorpio and Leo are very similar. They are both signs that are quite intense. And in many ways, Scorpio and Leo are very different. Uh, Leo is connected to the fire element, an element that is naturally expressive, expansive, and external. And Scorpio is connected to the water element, which draws us down and in, into uh, the personal and the private and the internal. Now, everybody has every sign in their chart, and Scorpio holds the root of the Leo solar charts. It is really at the base of the Leo being. And in many ways, uh, Scorpio is a very important sign for you. And this placement at the base of your chart implies that you in your own uh, base, in your foundational presence, are served and supported when you can come down and in when you have space and place and time to be internal and introspective and private and this is a season that is amplifying and underscoring the need for you to be able to withdraw uh, to attend to what feels personal and may be very deeply private in terms of your own inner experience. And the need for this is heightened in many ways, because your life is drawing you out so much. And The the dichotomy or the paradox or the necessary balance between the external and the internal is getting really amplified in Scorpio season. Um, Who and how you are in the world in a public way is changing quite profoundly. And it feels to me that you are wanting to be in the world in ways that require your courage and willingness to set yourself apart from the status quo. These are ways that are liberated and liberating, that are expansive, where you might be actually serving uh, as a possibility model or role model for others when it comes to taking up space in the world uh, authentically in your expression, um, being courageous and confident to go against the status quo or to somehow uh, find a place for yourself that really allows you to be in the nuanced complexity of who you are and isn't about jumping on uh, somebody else's bandwagon or fitting in with the group norm. And this is challenging work. This is not easy. It's really um, energy consuming to be a self on planet Earth. And it is really energy consuming to be a self in ways that are liberated, that are freeing, that are different. Um, And to give yourself both the the necessary rest and resource so that you can show up for your life, but also to give yourself the time and space to reflect and to be self-reflexive, which is super important right now. Because as much as you want, I think, or that that your life wants you to be out in the world, uh, embodying some kind of sense of liberation or Uh, courage or difference, you will do that most effectively when you're able to self-reflect. right? And so if you're just always on and always out there and always in the spotlight or having somebody's attention on you, um, it's very hard to be with yourself and to be with the truth of the inner experience, which is never cut and dry. It's always complex. It's always embedded and interwoven in multiple layers of relationship and experience. And right now, and I'm going to say for the next six months, really solidly, you need balance. You need a lot of balance between what is private and what is public what is internal and what is external Uh, space for rest and release of any kind of role that you might be fulfilling or, or playing uh, for anybody, including yourself, where you can totally unwind, where you can become a puddle so that you can have the resilience and the fortitude and also the intelligence that is required of you in your more social and public facing roles so throughout scorpio season in whatever ways are available to you please make time and space to be a person please make time and space to be a human being and human beings on planet earth in 2023 for the most part are confused and fearful and totally overwhelmed by the state of the world. And I would definitely include myself there. Um, Living life on planet earth is traumatizing. In the best of times, life is traumatic. There are so few guarantees. Really the only guarantee that any of us are gonna get is that someday we will die. And in times such as now, such as the last several centuries, uh, where the currents of trauma are so thick in the human-created realms, right the violences that we inflict upon each other that have been woven into the fabric of society, that are institutionalized, that are uh, internalized, these are so thick that I think that it is quite irresponsible for any of us to think that you know we can be functional and performing at our best all the time, uh, giving ourselves space and time to be human beings. And that means to be messy, to be full of feeling, to be tired, to be overwhelmed, is absolutely essential in order to process and metabolize the amount of information that is coming in through our nervous systems. Scorpio season really needs you to balance. There are a lot of external demands on you right now. There are a lot of um, things that you want to be communicating, especially as um, we get into the latter part of the month or the season. Um, you, you, I think, are quite compelled right now to, again, to, to kind of put yourself out in the world in new ways. And you are really embodying, many of you, a lot of courage and a sense of conviction around um, present opportunities and choices in your path. And so please give yourself time and space to process what you're feeling and to be a puddle in order to collect and gather your intelligences, in order to integrate and assimilate and absorb the amount that you are trying to process and take in. It is absolutely essential. And I will say that this is true throughout Scorpio season. But especially the end of October, as we move towards the Taurus full moon and lunar eclipse on October 28th, there is a lot of emphasis on your public facing roles, on you being visible, on you being a human being who takes up public space. And there is so much need for you to hold your presence with embodied dignity. There is so much need for you to be able to hold the complexity of presence in your body at this time, in whatever roles you occupy and whatever spaces in your, uh, you know, in society or your social groups that you might hold, in order for you to bring your best to these circumstances and to really. Uh, speak and embody and enact the kind of thoughtfulness and power and presence that I think that you really want to have, and certainly that uh, the world needs from people at this time. Um, you need to be balanced, and you need to have been giving yourself ample opportunity to feel your feelings and to process them. So that when you are holding space with others, you're not holding space from unconscious, unprocessed, unmetabolized charge that would come out in ways that are destabilizing uh, to you or to others. So my main message for you in Scorpio season is to give yourself space, place, time, and support in whatever ways you can to be a human being. If you enjoy my reading style and want to dive deeper into an embodied experience with astrology, join me every Monday on Zoom for Somatic Space, a weekly class where we work with current astrological seasons, planetary transits, and lunar cycles through embodiment practices, guided visualization, and meditation. Every session includes an astrology overview and tips for observing your own chart placements in the week ahead, And the practices I offer are designed to give you body-based mindfulness support right on time with what's current in the energetic weather patterns. These classes are available by recording if you can't attend live. And if you sign up for a sliding scale somatic space membership, you'll also get access to my ongoing virtual conversation Q&A and resource sharing space. Follow the link in the show notes or head to embodiedastrology.com to learn more. Embodied Astrology has so much going on, and podcasts and horoscopes are just the surface. We also offer a variety of transformative exploratory workshops with a range of brilliant and diverse teachers who weave together integration and synthesis of astrology with arts, activism, healing, and more. We host a monthly conversation and astrology tea time sharing space, chart reading support groups, and have several study groups where members practice applying astrology towards specific areas in their lived experience, such as chronic illness or parenting. Our membership offerings are all sliding scale, and we offer additional scholarships for those who need them. Keep in touch by signing up for the Embodied Astrology newsletter, following and subscribing to the podcast on your favorite listening platforms, and following us on Instagram at Embodied Astrology. Your donations and memberships sustain this work, and we are so grateful for your support. Find more information about our membership options or support the continuation of this work with a one time or recurring donation from the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. Now, the truth of the human experience uh, always, as I said a few moments ago, as you know, because you're here too, um, but certainly the truth of the human experience right now that has to do with the inevitability of death. Um, is really highlighted in collective consciousness. And the world is really unstable. It's unstable politically, environmentally, economically. It is always unstable when it comes to any kind of guarantee um, in so many ways. And death is hugely activating, really triggering and brings so much uh, with it, especially unnecessary death, especially death that is the result of... um, unprocessed, unmetabolized, and non-self-reflexive trauma. And the full moon and lunar eclipse uh, on October 28th, I think, is really asking for uh, maturity and emotional competency and a, a breadth of capacity to hold complexity around death. And there are lots of people out there who have very strong opinions about um, what is right and what is wrong, and governments who have very strong opinions about what is right and what is wrong to the extent that they will not engage in any kind of negotiation. Their way is the only way, and I'm sure you know individuals who... um, think their way is the only way and you may have experienced that yourself You and maybe you're experiencing it right now. Um, my personal opinion, and I think astrology really uh, is a, a language and a system that promotes complexity, uh, my personal opinion is that there is not one singular truth. And that there is an enormous amount of unprocessed, unmetabolized trauma that is resulting in what's arising in the present moment. And if we only focus on what the present moment is, uh, we're going to miss the point. And so the full moon on the 28th is, I think, calling attention to the complexities of death and what happens uh, not just when literal death occurs, But when figurative metaphoric death is happening, and this might be death of of an illusion, the feeling of being disillusioned, this might be death of the idea of a particular kind of future, it might be deaths that we experience in our relationships or in our personal lives when certain things just don't make sense anymore, and we have to put them to rest. And this is a full moon that is asking for us to hold space with the complexities of what letting go requires. And Leo, you are going to be somehow in the spotlight around this full moon. And that could be in the context of a particular conversation that you're having. There might be uh, you know, some kind of emphasis on what you're saying in that conversation that could have an impact on maybe just a few others. This could be an enormous spotlight. You might be a person that has a big audience or a big platform. You might be in a place of leadership when it comes to your career or your family or organizations that you are a part of. And I will say at one final time, this is a full moon that really requires, and I'm going to say the many days around this full moon, let's just say all of Scorpio season, but especially around the end of October, we really need you to be holding space for what is present and not convinced of your own truth or anybody else's singular truth. This is not a time that binaries are going to serve us. This is a time that requires being with the trouble of something and really giving ourselves to the process of feeling What is present? Because when feelings are not witnessed, they get suppressed and internalized, they end up as chronic conditions and weird psychological courting. And we don't need more of that. We need space and time to process. Leo, please come to the Embodied Astrology Workshop on October 28th with Sherry Taylor. This is the third of four sessions Sherry is offering throughout 2023 that focus on uh, the transit of Saturn in Pisces, which is a long-term transit 2023 through 2026. All of the sessions with Sherry are drop-in, uh, stand-alone, and they link together. But this particular session on the 28th, uh, she's going to be focusing on eulogy work. Sherry is a death doula, as well as a clinical psychologist, and a really profound scholar of myth and symbolism, as well as just a genuine human being, a stellar human being. And talk about somebody who can hold space for complexity. Sherry really is such an amazing model for that. And this will be a space where we are going to hold space for death and to do our work around eulogy practice, which is a rite of passage. It is a offering to a kind of ceremonial transfiguration or transformation, which is really what I think Our planet needs right now is a lot of ceremony so that we can transform uh, deep, deep, deep historic karmic trauma uh, and turn that into power for regeneration and fertility and creativity in our world, not more death. And if that sounds aligned for you, please come to the workshop with Sherry on the 28th. She'll also be offering a workshop the weekend after on November 4th, that is really committed to the creative work of chaos and how we can make meaning in a time and in uh, experiences in our lives when things just don't really make sense, uh, how we can pull upon divinatory practices to find our way. Um, So these kinds of themes will be helpful for you uh, throughout Scorpio season. And as we get into November, the first two weeks of November, um, have a a quality to them that are, it's like rapid fire processing. And so there's really quick synapses happening between uh, feelings In our bodies, experiences in our relationships, and how we're making sense of things and what meanings are being made. And then as we move into the second half of November, we're going to be taking action uh, on what has been coming through in the first two weeks of November. So, in these first two weeks of November, in your chart, Leo, I feel that you are really trying to do the work that I was just talking about Sherry doing in her workshops. And this work is about eulogy practice. It is about really honoring and tending to what is uh, dying and needing to die and being released and needing to release in ourselves, in our psyches, in our relationships, and in the world in general, so that we can support more life to flourish, so that we can support deeper anchoring into health and healing uh, in the biodiversities of our ecologies, so that more can exist in ways that are more balanced and harmonious. And in your life, this feels to me uh, like a rapid fire process that you're in, particularly around your self confidence and notion of value and your personal values. Um, this is a period of time that is really asking you to put down your insecurities, particularly insecurities that might be rooted in vanity. How do you look to somebody else? Are they going to like you? Are you going to get their attention, approval, appraisal, etc? Those um, validations from the external are meaningless if you do not feel your own integrity, if you do not feel your own deep anchor to source, if you are not able to resource uh, yourself, if you are relying on external validation, if you are nurturing neurotic uh, fixations on other people's opinions, you don't have access to your own intelligence. And your intelligence is very deeply in your body it's a very deeply in the spaces of interconnection that you share um, with those and that around you your intelligence is very deeply connected to your heart and to the energy of love and when you are fixated on insecurity and if you are um insisting on beating yourself up for not being good enough, not being perfect enough, blah, 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 blah. Um, If you are harboring value systems that do that to other people that are about judging others for not being good enough, not being this enough, not being that enough, and you are obsessively fixated on critiquing other people, you're not connected to your own power. And so again, I'm going to say that this is a season that requires you to take time and space to process how you're feeling so that when you come into the situations and the circumstances that are relational, that have you communicating and sharing and taking up space in the world, that you are doing so in a way that is grounded and coming from a space of your own personal power. And if you do not give yourself personal space, it is highly likely that you're going to feel anxious and neurotic because there is a lot to process right now. And there are a lot of people uh, judging each other and fighting with each other and having opinions about things. And we need space for generative conversation. We need space for disagreement. We need space for things to air out and get messy. But we also need people doing that work with themselves. And we really need Leo-identified people to be doing that work with themselves because Leos are charismatic as fuck. And people look to you for guidance, and they look to you for possibility modeling. And if you are out there unprocessed, unmetabolized, blurting things out, and they are listening to you, then you are contributing to the chaos of this time. And I don't think that's what you want to do. The first two weeks of November really are asking you to work with yourself, to work with your self-esteem, your uh, values, your values. What do you really value right now? I'm going to encourage you to value the substance of life, earth, body, breath, and the interrelationships that we share. Everything else, when it comes to politics, when it comes to hyperbole, when it comes to opinions, uh, that comes after earth, body, breath, nourishment. All beings should have access to earth, body, breath, nourishment, safety, stability. How do we assist one another in having what we need? We need to do the work inside of ourselves so that we are not contributing to reactive vitriol in the world. The first two weeks of November are really asking for this. As we get into the second part of November, there are increasing opportunities for you to do your inner work, and particularly around the new moon on November 13th, and then about five days later, the 17th, 18th depends on your time zone. There is a conjunction of the sun and Mars in Scorpio. So we have a new moon in Scorpio on the 13th, and then a sun Mars uh, conjunction with the asteroid series in Scorpio on the 18th. These are powerful anchors to your internal consciousness, to the consciousness that draws you down and in, into your root, into your foundation, into the space where your interconnections across time and space branch and root out. This is a place of deep psychic and psychological power for you, Leo. This is uh, a period of time that is hugely empowering for you. If it is not enormously activating for you. And it might be both. But I'm going to say that the empowerment that can come through activation is the empowerment that happens when you process what is activating you. If you are being activated and then being reactive, especially around November 11th, you're going to be creating chaos for yourself and for others. 10 minutes Find a dark space, close your eyes, feel your breath, feel your feelings, acknowledge that you're a human being having feelings, and then really ask into your deep wisdom, how do you want to conduct yourself in the world and in your life right now? And with as much agency as you can find in the given circumstances, draw that in, come into alignment with your personal power. As we move out of Scorpio season and into Sagittarius season, we are moving into a season of fire. And Sagittarius is a very expressive energy in your chart. And over the course of the next six months, uh, from now through next April, there is an up leveling of expressive potentiality for Leos, you can get Uh, more attention. Whether or not you want it, I'm going to say it is coming at you. It's coming for you. This is a time for you to do the uh, inspiring leadership work possibility modeling of really holding space for courage and liberation and complexity. This is a time for you to uh, not be swayed and pulled onto other people's bandwagons, but to really uh, feel into your own unique voice, your own perspective, and what you're bringing into the spaces and places that you can affect most deeply, given the circumstances of your life. And so as we go through the end of Scorpio season, please Leo, please Leo, please make time and space to be with yourself to be with the experience of your humanity, which is an experience that involves many, 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 many people other than yourself. It involves ancestors, it involves streams and currents of evolution that go all the way back to the single celled organisms that crawled out of the sea. It involves the uh, star nations that you come from. This is a time that can really boost your power. It can really clarify your connection to your own intuition but we need you to give it time and space so you can listen. November 18th and 19th is a weekend and I'll be offering a two-day workshop uh, those days. It's three hours a day. We're going to be working with the Mars Sun series conjunction. Um, This is a astrological event, the Sun-Mars conjunction that happens every two years or so. So this is setting up a two-year cycle for us to really anchor into our drives, our desires, our passions, and the ways that we work with energies of anger and assertion and aggression. This is an invitation to up-level energetic competencies in those uh, especially emotional aspects of those terrain psychological aspects of that terrain, and particularly for you, Leo, to really anchor into your personal power. So if you're interested in that workshop, check it out, Somatic Spellwork. Um, Sherry's workshops and mine are available by recording if you can't attend live. And throughout Scorpio season on Monday mornings from 8 to 9.30 on Zoom, I offer a drop-in space where we do embodied astrology. We work with the astrological energies of the week ahead through movement, meditation, visualization. And these are also opportunities for you to process and be with what's happening so that you can access your power, your intuition, your clarity, and your courage. Leo, I'm wishing you all the best in Scorpio season and beyond. Thanks so much for listening to your Embodied Astrology reading for the season ahead. I hope you enjoyed it and will find it supportive. For more information on upcoming astrology, make sure to check out my seasonal overview, included in all Embodied Astrology memberships and the monthly newsletter. You might also be interested in my 2023 year ahead readings. Those readings give a big picture of the main themes, opportunities, and challenges in 2023, specific for your sun, rising, and moon signs. My yearhead readings are now discounted by 75% as we get to the end of the year, but there is still a lot of information in them. Find more information in the show notes or in the horoscope section at embodiedastrology.com. This work would not exist without a team. Ashgood is our website manager. Alicia Mauji is our community coordinator. Ariana Sears-Putowski prepares and edits transcripts of these readings. Gabs 404 is our visual creative director. Joe Stewart is the office coordinator, and Vera Lumi composed and created the music. Thank you for listening. I'm wishing you all the best in the season ahead. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6'1", since that matters. And... What do I even say other than, hey... (sighs) Well...